<laughs> Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast special episode. Woo! You never hear that from us. <laughs> There's more of us than there usually is. There's six. We have each have doubled ourselves. Of <laughs> Bryce and Dames on with us. And we are Yay. so excited to have them on, do a couple little bit of like Q&A with them, um, get to know them a little bit better. So before we dive into everything, let's have them introduce themselves. Whoever wants to go first. I can go first. We have no organization on this podcast. So. That's great. Neither do I. I don't have a podcast though. So just in general. Uh, <laughs> My name is Emily. I'm also known as Anthrama around the internet, and I am one third of the of Dice and Dame crew. We Ooh. do all sorts of tabletop games, some video games, but we mainly just kind of try and promote people in the tabletop community. Uh, so if you need a dame in your game, hit us up on Facebook. That's so cute. Right? Did you practice that? Uh, no, I just <laughs> have said it a few times. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and go. Um, I'm Erica, also known as Anduin, and I'm a, t a second of the third dames. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, how long have you guys been, I mean, how long have you guys been doing Dice of Dames? We actually just looked this up. It was, we made our first post on social media like October 9th Ooh, of 2019. Yeah, very nice. We made our Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But we've all been with each other longer than that. And Katie, you didn't interrupt yourself. Go, uh, Katie. Go. I was waiting. <laughs> waiting my turn, being polite. Uh, I'm Katie, also known on the internet as my name is too long, according to Emily. Uh, Winchester, we'll go with. And I'm the third dame. Awesome. I'm um, Lindsay. You know me. Oh, yeah, that's Lindsay. That's I'm, Marley. I'm Marley. I'm Seth. Hi. My name's right there. I have to really think about what directions to point. I know. It's opposite. It's opposite. So. Before we dive into our Q&A with the Dyson Dames, we're going to do some not a sponsors. And I feel like they guess first, but maybe one of, maybe Marley or Lindsay should start us off to kind of you know, lead by example. It's all I'll, you, Mar. I'll go first, yeah. Okay, so this week for my Not A Sponsor, I picked an audiobook that I've been listening to. I am only about like halfway through, but I'm really loving it. It's called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It's by Holly mm -hmm. Jackson. And it's just about this girl, um, a high school girl, who's just kind of working on like a project about investigative journalism. And she's kind of like, there was a, there was a murder in their town like a few years ago and it's very controversial. And, you know, anyways, basically she starts interviewing people and kind of realizing that like, it's not like the case wasn't all cut and dry and she starts, you know, unveiling secrets and things, but it's actually really good. I highly recommend it if you are into true crime. All I right. Need new, I need a new audio book. I've been listening to Outlander and I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Understand. It's a little too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But also so great. It is so great. Yeah, I love good things about it. I love the show. I haven't read the books, but I love the show. 
Highlanders, sex. There's Do you need more? Attractive Scottish men. <laughs> Time travel. Well, our boy oh, Billy wow. Boyd is a guest star. What? Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit of a. No, he's a nice guy. He like kind of comes off a little creepy, but then ends up being a good dude. Oh, he is in it. Okay. Yeah, just for like about. <laughs> anyway, who's next? who's next? I'll go next. Um, mine is one that Stephanie has actually done before. I'm just like all about stealing Stephanie's, uh, not a sponsors. You are. Um, so mine is Zenny Glasses, ZennyOptical.com. Um, they do not sponsor us, but I wish they did because I love their glasses and I just ordered a new pair and I've been checking it every day since like, like I've been checking this tracking status every day since it shipped. <laughs> so I can't wait for them obviously. And they're going to be so cute. These are Zenny's. Um, and I've been wearing them for like a while. I don't know. The thing about glasses is like, they're so freaking expensive. And so when Zenny came around, like Zenny was the first service I really got introduced to that does them for cheap. And so like you can get really cheap frames and yeah, they're not like, you know, made out of carbon fiber or whatever, in case you want that on your face. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like they're, they're just practical and they're good. And like, I can pick out a hundred million different styles and rock them. So yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> can you That's just continue up on the top row and then go down? Yeah, oh, that's, that's me. Okay. That's me. Okay, so a little, a little uh, thing. So I listen to you guys' podcast all the time, I know. and I was telling <laughs> the Davies about this yesterday. We were talking about it because every podcast that I listen to, and you guys do, you're not a sponsor. I always have my own. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I said that, like, I if I podcast, this is what I would do. <laughs> Well, what is yours now that you get the chance? Like I had such a hard time narrowing down, but I decided to do W Fine Art Studios. You guys have probably seen them at Salt Lake Comic Con. Mm. She is a friend of mine. We actually used to work together. She does the art that's behind me. She does a bunch of charcoal drawings. And the ones that I have are these small little prints. So I have all of her Lord of the Rings ones, her Marvel stuff. Um, so I've got all of those back there and I'm just waiting for her to make more. So I highly encourage anyone to check out W Fine Art Studios. She's the yeah. sweetest lady. She'll even do some commissions too. Does she uh, have one that's uh, the Leviathan Axe from God of War? Yeah, it's right there. Oh yeah, right there. I yeah. do, you that. That do you have that one, Steph? Does Blake have that? No, I was going to get it for him, but I haven't. But then okay. I like put stuff up on my side of the bed and he came in the night and he's like why is your side so cute and i have nothing on my side so she did a commission work for us uh for my husband's birthday about through two or three years oh it's almost like three and a half years ago now um where i had her do a drawing of our miata our like 1992 Mazda Miata car, the little, little pop up headlights. Nice. And so she did one for us, and it was really cute. So that's yeah. really cool. She's great. So nice. W Fine Art Studios is like a W and then Fine Art Studios? Yep. That's it? Okay. That's it. Yeah. I will check her out. 
Nice. I've definitely seen her at like FanX and stuff, and I've just yeah. never. I don't mm -hmm. think I. I don't think I own any of hers. So they're like the small prints, like these. Yeah, they're like ten dollars. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty cheap. I need to get one of her ones that are like they're like freaking like <laughs> freaking four feet, like the original ones. They're like wow. Really I'm like I need one because there's this big <laughs> empty space. And they need one it's there. just waiting for yes. it. Yeah. Or or you could get a map of Middle Earth to put up there, like a big yeah, giant one. True. Like Marley has. Yeah, I have <laughs> it on that wall right over there. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I should do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. So much for sliding that. I was like, I want to see it. And then you showed it. I was like, oh, shit, my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, take your or is Katie? I can't tell my directions on this. Yeah, thing. are we going around or around? Let's do row, yeah. row. Go down. Row, row. Me. Row. Let's do so Katie. 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 Hey. Katie. Okay. I'm glad we, we got there, guys. <laughs> it was a journey. Judging us. Uh, mine is because I've been creating Pathfinder characters for an upcoming show. Called Tabletop Treasure Hunters. I did it. You did so it. I've been all over the Pathfinder Advanced Player Guide and uh, pulling stuff out of there. So that's been where my fun's been lately. It's just all over that rule book and all the cool new things in it. Nice. There's so much content. Like so, so much new content. Much. I even have it just sitting at my desk. So <laughs> Ooh, nice. nice. So what's so your race going to be? What? Are you going to choose one of the new races? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a dampier. Oh, that's so, going to be cool. So anybody who doesn't know, a dampier is like a vampire that had a child with someone. That child is a dampier because they're like half vampire, half right. whatever thing the vampire had relations with. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so wow. my child would be if yes. I got together with my coworker. <laughs> we call a vampire. Don't worry, guys. Mine's human, though, not any animal uh, race. So it would be really funny, though. I'm excited. A dampier tengu. Yeah, a bird <laughs> with like big little horns. Thank you. It's fine. I'm moving on. I'm uh, on my thing. Uh, mine is this new game that's coming to Kickstarter this month. It is called Arium. It's like, it's, it's a TTRPG, which we're going to talk a lot about those today. Heads up. Um, and it basically takes everybody's ideas at the table and you get to compile them into creating your own world characters, story, goodies, mash any genre you want together. So you take everyone's pa passions and you put them in a big mixing pot and you make something new for it that's going to be unique to you to play. And it's just really fun. And I've been like hyping it for two years and it's finally going to get released. And oh. yeah, cool. that's, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I'm actually in the Kickstarter video. Oh, so you can see me there. You guys, we did. Oh, yeah, we did a um, what was it? It was called a singular's guide to love, love gossip. And gossip and powers. Yeah, and we did a rom com, uh, like Greek gods with monster hunting. So you had to play like Ooh. characters who had special like 
supernatural powers. And the gods were kind of like humorous. They're like, haha, if you don't fall in love and marry somebody soon, we're going to match you up with like a satyr and you're going to be in love with them. But in order to get married and have that not happen to you, you had to go fight a monster and bring back a trophy to be married. And it was wow. absolutely interesting. Wild. It was <laughs> awesome. cool. It that was sounds wild. way cool. That sounds awesome. fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Okay, Steph, finish us off. My not a sponsor is Legend of Korra. Yay! Yeah. Good I one. Avatar for the first time last month as an adult. And I really loved it, but I have a controversial take <laughs> that Korra is better than Avatar. Okay, that is pretty controversial. Like, I know. And I, I hey, here's the thing: Have you Avatar seen all of Korra yet? What? Have you seen all of Korra no, yet? No, I haven't. But like, that might be saying something if I think it's better only having watched season one than having but watched all of. What if it goes downhill? I know. I've heard that the ending isn't the best, but season one so far has been amazing. Cora is very badass and headstrong, and I relate to her as a badass, headstrong woman. With <laughs> bending abilities. Yes. And the Avatar, you know. But no, Cora is fantastic. Mm -hmm. If you liked Avatar, watch Cora. I feel like they did a really good job of like, maybe when you watched Avatar, you were a kid, and now you're older, and we're going to make it an older, more mature TV show. And so I think some of the themes and core ideas are more mature than Avatar. And so it's really cool. And I, I have enjoyed it a lot. That's a and point. it's coming on Netflix soon, which actually, by the time this episode comes out, I think it will already have been on Netflix for a couple of days, right? Yeah, the 14th. So yeah. I'm excited to rewatch it. It's been a while since I've seen Korra. But I love it. It's, it is good. It's good. I like better. It, so I got to watch it. I like season two when they went back into like the history of how the avatar, the first yes. avatar came into being. I was like, oh, my heart. <laughs> that's probably my favorite part. I wasn't super impressed with it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I'm on season three right now. Controversy. I know. <laughs> Controversy. Please leave our podcast. <laughs> oh, no. you have offended our hosts we have yeah. to go now this happens every time <laughs> i can actually kick you out of this oh why are you actually like i won't but <laughs> just so you know she has the powers so. okay i'll watch myself i've received I my first like card lord the stream yard powers over <laughs> us yeah you're what yellow carded power hungry one well, it, was like, it was like my cat the other night he like was so sweet and then walks up to me puts his paw on my throat for a second and then like looks at me and then walks away it's like i have the power to kill you but i, I won't <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a do you feel in charge <laughs> kind of moment <laughs> one claw slowly comes out of the paw just <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> well I think it might be time to dive in Marla uh, me. okay <laughs> yes so today we are talking about tabletop role-playing games. I, I guess that might be the best way to just kind of encompass all of them, um, the whole category. Because, um, I mean, 
can you even say that like Pathfinder is D and D because aren't they like technically two different things? Oh, they're super different things. Yeah. Exactly. They're exactly. So we can't say we can't say we're talking about D and D today because we're going to be talking about more than just D and D. Oh yeah. Um. But anyways, we um, you know, we we we've we know Erica um from she did a she did the panel with us at FanX last year. The uh, what was it called? Oh, gaming for noobs. And that's so how we kind of what? It's like the best moment of my life. Yeah, like getting married. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, and so it was in our D and D episode. Oh yes. Yes. yes, she was. And so just kind of getting to know Erica and then seeing that she's part of this of Dyson Dames group, we're kind of, you know, starting to kind of get to know you guys a little bit more too. And just, um, you know, seeing that, like, you know, cause we, we, we all have like D and D experience, but like seeing these other, uh, versions and different like ways that you can do it, you know, I think it, it's kind of, it, you know, it's intrigued us and we just, wanted to kind of get you guys on the show and talk about it some more. Um, let's start, let's, we, we kind of have some like questions that we like sent over to you guys, but we'll just kind of see how this goes. For sure. um, but let's just start with like the general, like how did you get into tabletop role-playing game? Like what, what made you start? How long have you been doing it? Kind of thing. Well, I don't we let's do, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. We're like, oh, we know how we're going to do this. Cool. <laughs> Tell us. Okay. So uh, actually, in my experience, there are two main ways that people get into tables after role playing games. Um, one is like the person that gets pulled in by their friend and they're like, hey, sit down. We're going to do this thing. And they sit down and they play. The second type of person is someone who heard about it, went and bought the books and like read the books and then made other people sit down and experience the first time with them. Um, I really wish that I was that second person because I have so much respect for them to just like be mm -hmm. a go-getter and just hop in and make other people do it as well. But I'm actually in the first category. My cousin, Daniel, who I hope will listen to this. Daniel, listen. Hey, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Oh, he hates that. We can't say that. I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> now, now he'll stop if he got yeah. this far. It's done. Damn. Well, my wonderful cousin Daniel, he was like, hey, come on over, sit down, let's play. And I, this was actually D&D &D for me. This was like, I think it was 3.5 or 4th edition. And uh, I went and I sat down and... I like really hobbled through character creation with them and I'll admit my eyes like super glazed over and I was like, uh-huh, cool. Yep. We could do that. And I had no idea what was going on. Um, but I was just really excited to hang out with everybody and do collaborative storytelling. And I had no idea that they were getting me into a lifelong obsession. Like I signed a contract that day and it has a lot <laughs> With with your blood, yeah, basically, essentially, <laughs> it's a blood contract to always love tabletop role playing games. <laughs> oh. That's how I, I like got it. it. That's I great. Like it. Who is next? I, I me, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's M's fault. So we'll start with that. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I actually, well, kind of M's fault. So I had other friends who were playing in a home game with M and her husband and a few people, and they kept telling me about what they were doing on 
on this game that they would go to on Saturday nights. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. You guys are a bunch of nerds. You're sitting around rolling dice. That's how you roll. Okay, that's fine. That's and how then they were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> tons for days. So <laughs> I met M's husband first, and we are mortal enemies now. And then ended up at their house with these other friends, and they were dead middle of a campaign. And I, uh, I think Chase created a character for me. So one of you did, and they were like, "Hey, here's your character. You're gonna um, be playing with us now." And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll see about that." And now I'm still playing in our third or fourth home game. Yeah. And now playing every other system on the planet. And it's well. all M's fault. <laughs> uh, side lore that you might not know was that Chase was like, I'm going to make a character. And I was like, she loves Supernatural. Name it Lilith. And it'd be like a rogue character because I bet she'd like a rogue. And so I like used the things I knew about you to really get my claws in and make sure you stayed. Oh, yeah. That, oh. Is, that is unknown side lore that I now know. Yeah. Secrets. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, since it's me, me, my turn. Um, so I am probably the newest to tabletop RPGs. I think it's been, oh, Emily, I think we, we started. A year and three months, approximately. A year and three months. So approximately. I met Emily through a friend, uh, Natasha. So um, me and this girl, Natasha, went to go to church together. And um, I was introducing myself and I said, I'm, I'm a big gamer, so you probably won't see me outside. I'll be inside a lot, <laughs> got a couple giggles. And uh, Natasha came up to me after and was like, so I hear you're a gamer, let's talk about that. So we talked about it a little bit and she, she does like uh, the top role playing games. I was like, I'm not that kind of gamer. I've never done that kind of stuff. She's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll introduce you. I'll, I'll kind of show you how it goes. Um, so we did like a half session of D and D and then like three days later, she's like, Hey, I'm going to start a live stream, um, with these two other girls and we're going to just do this whole big thing. Do you want to join? And I was like, what? I just played a half session for the first time in my long life. <laughs> and so we started this, uh, live stream called the Codex cast where I met Emily and our other friend Tori. Uh, who's also on the panel with us, sweetheart she is. Um, so I started doing that and I I like I like it took me a bit to fall in love with it, but I did eventually and then uh sadly Codex cast ended and me and Emily were just kind of like we don't want this to end. Like we don't we don't want our friendship to end either. So we um we did some other stuff on the side and then we started up well it was Emily, she's like, I want to do like a, like a video gaming. I want to do some sort of streaming. And I was like, can I do it with you? <laughs> I was like, I was like, can I do it with you, please? Because I really wanted to. I loved it. And then Katie came along. We were like, yes, let's do this thing. And here we are. Yeah, took off. I love it. Yeah, it was great. I love it. Well, just so you guys kind of know where we're coming from, too, with our um, tabletop role-playing experiences. Um, we'll just kind of briefly share ours as well, just so you guys kind of know. Um, who wants to go first? I think I've played two sessions. Oh, this is going to be fun. 
Yeah, I like it. I just haven't played much. Yeah, I, 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 I got started. Well, I kind of like I really wanted to play D and was scared to, and I didn't really know anybody that played. I would come across someone who did, and I'm like, oh, could I maybe play with you guys sometimes? But I kept finding these stupid people that were like, no, we already have a group and we're not looking for any more people. Like, no. And that just really kind of put me off to it, you know? And then finally I found like a, um, a group that was like, Hey, we just started a new group and we love newcomers. We're all learning. Please come join us. And I was like part of a campaign for a few months and it was actually really fun. And then it didn't end up working out anymore because of scheduling and also because that's the dark side. Yeah. The dark side of TTRPGs. It's scheduling. Yes. And also there was a boy and it mm. didn't work out. And there, that was also <laughs> part of it. I'll be honest. Um, but anyways, and then that we've just done a couple of like one-offs since then. And, um, you know, the ones that Steph talked about and, um, you know, and what we, um, we've mostly done D&D uh, 5e. Okay. So that's what, that's what we're familiar with. Um, Lindsay, go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty similar to these guys. Like I never touched a tabletop game until probably, I don't know. Like I have a, a friend who kind of like showed me Warhammer and like we were talking about that and I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like I could paint the little figurines and sell them for a living. You know, that wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> And maybe play a game or two, you know, like, but then, um, then, you know, I listened to the adventure zone and I'm like, okay, I have to play D and D. I have to play a t like a TTRPG with somebody somewhere, somehow. And then like, we've done our little one shots and I'm still looking for more. I'm still hungry. So oh, that's we're going to have fun. Yeah, I don't know. If we, I don't know if you guys told your friends, but we're gonna. I'm gonna DM for you guys. Let's wait. Yes. Yeah. yeah. GM because Dungeon Master is exclusive to D and D, and we're not gonna play D and D. But don't worry, we're gonna play something not definitely better than D and D. So why don't you guys? Be, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt. Oh, That's go probably ahead. a good question for you guys. To like, what's the difference between D and D? And Pathfinder. That's what I was going to ask. So we're on the same page. So. <laughs> Do you want like the devil's contract that goes like out the door for the distance? <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Yes, I do. I want it to be like Princess and the Frog with like the voodoo. With the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but no, um, just, just quick points. Like what's kind of the points. main differences? So, okay. I'm going to try and say this quickly. The difference between D and D and Pathfinder. So way back when, D and D had an edition called 3.5 edition, right? And a lot of people really liked it. It was very numbers crunchy and uh, very intense, kind of. And then they went to 4E, which was a little bit simpler. And people were like, "But I liked what this was because it was super realistic." So a bunch of people made Pathfinder by a company called Paizo, and it was essentially 3.5. And they kept adding on more and more and more fun stuff as they thought of it. And it became this huge convoluted system with like pages for days on how to grapple somebody. But it was very realistic and really fun. Um, and they had every single thing you could imagine you could create your character to be. 
and a D&D kept evolving in one direction and now it's at the fifth edition and Pathfinder went in another way and they're on their second edition and now they're completely different games. Um, it's kind of like there's like 26 letters in the alphabet, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean every book is Lord of the Rings. Just because you're sitting at a table and you have dice and you're role playing doesn't mean you're playing D&D. It's like there's so many different books. There's some just like there's so many different movies. There's a lot of different types of tabletop role playing games. Right. So you have games kind of comparison. Yeah. So it's not it's not like you can think like, okay, well, it's different here and here and here because they're just they are. They're different things. Mm -hmm. I always understood uh, Pathfinder to be correct me, please, because I'm asking. I understood Pathfinder to be more narrative focused and easier. So that kind of contradicts with having it be numbers crunchy, which is it? Well, it's because D&D has gone through so many different editions mm-hmm. that it has changed from the one thing it is. So right now, um, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, which I haven't played a ton of, but I've played, you know, a few campaigns here and there. Um, it is a little bit harder than, like, it is, like spell DCs are easier to save against. Um, combat is a little more clunky and cluttered in my opinion, you don't have really the freedom of Pathfinder second edition. Uh, but also Pathfinder second edi- or first edition had a lot of different rule sets that you could add on and make it more or less to what you want it to be. So you could have heard talking to somebody who was playing with a very minimal rule set, as opposed to somebody who was playing with all the add-ons because they went through so many years of just adding rules on rules on rules. Right, okay. Um, I hope that makes sense. I just kind of... No, that was a great answer. Just real quick, I apologize if you can hear any yelling. My husband is in the room behind me playing Apex. And he, <laughs> I could just hear him, and I was like, I should probably apologize to everyone listening if they can hear him. I can't. These are people. These yeah. are kind of okay. people. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a really great comparison, because I, I hardly play D&D, so yeah. that's just really good to know. But D&D has its own perks. They have such a huge uh, audience. And I think they're great for like getting people into the tabletop role-playing scene. I mean, everyone loves crit roll. And you can always homebrew things that you're not a huge fan of. And, and that's true of every single tabletop edition. I bring rules from all sorts of different things and mishmash it into my favorite version of a game. Cool. Yeah. It's like customizable. Well... I mean, D&D also has your, uh, everybody knows D&D. Like, if you go up to someone and say, I play Pathfinder, they go, what's Pathfinder? Typically, your answer is, well, do you know D&D? It's like <laughs> D&D, but not. So, D&D has that, that universal knowledge that even if you've never, ever set eyes on a rule book, on dice, everybody knows what D&D is. I, I would you would be hard pressed. To it wasn't Stranger Things. It's, it wasn't Stranger Things as well, but you'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't know what D and D is, even if they think it's the game that the basement dwellers play. <laughs> I'm just it's saying. It's true. It's true. So what? So we talked about D and D, and we've talked about Pathfinder, and you guys have mentioned like some of these other uh, groups that you've been with, and campaigns, and streams, and everything. Has the, is that Pathfinder that you're playing, or is that something else? Uh, <laughs> what, 
Tell us about that. Do you guys mind if I jump on this one again? Take this. Okay. <laughs> so we play test actually a lot of different games. Um, we like, as I said before, we like to promote the tabletop role playing community. So we've played games that aren't so popular in hopes of getting other people's eyes on them. Um, for instance, tomorrow we are playing Tattered Magics, which is an urban fantasy game. So it's modern day times. It's really simplified down. So you're only using D6s and D20s. You're not using like all the different ones. There's not like a bunch of math that goes into it. It's like, let's sit around and let's play a game where we're telling everyone a story. And when it's important, we'll make a couple rules here and there, right? It's That's called a narrative game where it's not so there's a rule for every single thing. It's more fluid and it flows. So we've played that. We've played really, really crunchy games like um, Battle Lords of the 23rd century that has kind of like a super high tech um, space vibe that's really gritty and also very, very number crunchy. That's a rule system where uh, everything is rolled off of a percentage, basically. So you have a percentage of how good you're at at something and you're trying to roll underneath that number. So it's just, it's so there's a huge variety of games, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like, if you like the idea of rolling something or like playing a game, you have to like kind of just decide what you, what flavor you want to play. And there's something to add on to that. Do you want a lot of rules? Do you want something that's really beginner friendly and you can just like sit around and have a good time? Do you want to be totally goofy? Do you want to make up your own world? There's something mm -hmm. for each one of those. And yeah. for and for each one of those, um, do you kind of like do you get the opportunity to be able to build your own character too? Yeah. Like, is that is that one of your um, favorite parts? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be depending on because I know some of them have some really complicated rules, and sometimes it's easier to be like, you know, I think I'm going to go with a pre-made character for this round. But then there's other games where you're just like. This is so flavorful that I just have to create my own character. And it's it's awesome. Yeah. I know when we were when we recorded our, our live DD episode um last fall, when we were gearing up for that episode and we um were looking at all the characters and stuff, I mean we all commented about how we're like, this is the best part is the character creation. Um, do you guys I guess, do you have like a favorite character? I know it's hard because you, especially you guys that have played like a lot mm -hmm. of different characters, but do you have like a favorite one that you, that you've played or maybe like there's like a class or race that you tend to go towards? Like what, what's kind of like your main? Oh, Katie, you should start with this one because I love you. <laughs> uh, you have like the same aesthetic and it's great. Let's hear it. Well, I have a favorite character, but then I somehow get in the rut of playing edgy boys and girls you know <laughs> it's like my thing apparently um yeah i if we're talking base classes i i will go for a rogue every time because i like rogues <laughs> um but i mean there's if like if we go specific character like something i have played in a past game mm -hmm. i have a dice vault that has her name on it and her name is annabelle and she is currently a witch in a game but um she 
Laura, she is someone who has sentimental value to me because she's actually a kind of a gift from M and her husband through different things. Um, so she got created to complement one of M's characters and she's just kind of followed me throughout some things. So she's morphed and changed, but she's a character that I've thrown in different things. So as Very a nice. single awesome. character, I have someone, but sentimental. Nice. Right, of course. That's so sweet. <laughs> I mean, Lynn, Steph, of course, you guys can answer these questions, too. Yeah, I want to hear about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to play a healer the last campaign we did. But I was well. a very... Um... Terrible. No, oh. I wasn't a bad healer. <laughs> no, no. that you were worth healing. <laughs> Which is also how I play Overwatch. <laughs> if you're an asshole, I'm not going to heal you. <laughs> You know, you don't like those Genjis hiding up on top of a building out of sight. I need healing. I need healing. I exactly. Need healing. Yes. <laughs> I get you. Okay, but I was your tank. And I, like, went in there and I was like, okay, your tank, me, is that, you know, your warlord is at, like, 15% health, like, just so you know. And you're like, why would you tell me that? And I was like, never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean you have don't have other gifts you can share with people. <laughs> she was our only healer, though. So yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep oh. opening and shutting my mouth. Uh, let's, 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 that's it's everyone has points <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> wow, that was very neutral of you. I like it. <laughs> and oh. it's something that's actually not talked about a lot. And I just have strong feelings about it. <laughs> I I have to say my my favorite character I've played um, was the one when I was doing the campaign um, with the with the for five e and I was a uh, ranger I was an elf ranger and I chose the path to have like an animal companion and we kind of had to like modify it a little bit because like the ranger in 5e is like super dumbed down but i found like online that there was like this alternate version and i like cleared it with the dm and he was like yeah cool let's do it which i was so glad because i got my animal companion and i got a black panther and i named her okoye <laughs> so i i love that character i'm i'm sad that i stopped playing her but maybe i'll maybe i'll resurrect her in a future campaign do you want me to do something for, you for Wednesday? No, because I'm going to try something new. I want to try something new, though. That's the thing. Like, when we were talking with Erica about, like, getting ready for this campaign, and I was like, no, I want to do something completely, like, I would never do, ever. So that's, that's why I chose a gnome. <laughs> oh, fun. Um... For those of you that did listen to the, the D&D podcast, I played uh, a tabaxi. Um, and I actually just realized again that Tabaxi is exclusive to D&D, but it's known as cat folk everywhere else. So I don't have a favorite character that I've played yet, although I do have little figurines of, um, this is Shadow. It's a little uh, figurine that I got from uh, Hero Forge. She is my first character that I have ever played. And then I have one from um, uh, Tabletop Treasure Hunters, which Katie mentioned earlier, which is uh, Faithy, so she's a little gnome. Oh. 
And so she's the character I think I appreciate the most because I really learned how to role play. I really learned how to do the rules. And um, so she has a lot of sentimental value, even though she's not my favorite. But my favorite race is cat folk. I I love playing cat folk because I can randomly get zoomies. I can take like little bits of personalities from Lindsay and Marley's and, and everybody else's cats. Because <laughs> it's hilarious when all of a sudden a character just takes off and you're just like, what, like, what is going on? It's just <laughs> the most comedic value in cat folk. And that's why I just, I love to play them. That's awesome. I love it. Lindsay, what about you? I honestly can't say I have a certain one that I like more than others, um, mainly because I have limited experience. But, like, last time we when we did the D&D episode, I played a tank kind of fighter, um, dragonborn, and she was fun. It was fun to be, like, the tough guy, um, which is, like, a little bit off from my personality because I'm a little bit more of a follower, a little bit more, um, you know, gentle. Um, <laughs> so it was fun to be kind of like the thug of the group, but, um, you know, and then at the same time, like I wouldn't mind doing a wizard, which is what's going to be happening soon. And I, I'm excited to do like a healer type. I'm excited to do anything. Like I'll just play whatever. I, I think I prefer being more upfront in combat than doing like ranged attacks. But I mean, who knows? I just need to try it all out. <laughs> well, you play that character very well. Thank you. <laughs> I like right. it because our characters had a, like a huge clash. Like yours was like, oh, I'm so like touched by this, and then my character's so like, I pull out my broadsword. <laughs> like, let's calm down. She's like, let's kill it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. I don't. It's really hard to pick a favorite character and a favorite class because I've played so many different systems. It makes it hard for me to like narrow it down. And not all systems are um, just barbarian, uh, rogue, ranger. They don't always have just those. Um, but I think that I have a similar characteristic that I put in a lot of my games. I play a lot of healers and I play a lot of tanks. And I really like the feeling of playing a hero. And so I think what really makes a hero is someone who is willing to um, put others first and maybe be a little bit self-sacrificial at the cost of keeping other people safe. And so I think that's something that I bring to my favorite characters that I play is someone who really embodies that. I'm very much like, go Deku from Binha or you know stuff like that. I like those little hero people, little underdog or whatever. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. A did magnet everybody, type. Did everybody answer? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, Steph. Yeah. What? No, I said yeah. Oh, okay. No, I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Sorry. yes>. What? <laughs> so, what would you guys like? What would you say? Like, like advice? What advice would you give to someone that was like looking to get into tabletop role playing games for the first time? Like, where would they look? If they had like no nerdy friends, but they wanted to get into it and like, where, where's the best way to go? 
Okay, I know this is against what the order that we did first, but this question leads perfectly into what I wanted to answer. Okay. Um, our friend Tori, she has a blog called Level One Geek, and it is specifically designed for people who are new to uh, playing TTRPGs. It's right now it's more like based towards D&D right now. And that's why we've kind of partnered up with her to explore different games and different systems because she wants to write blogs about, um, is this good for a first time player? Is this something I would recommend to somebody who's just getting into it? Um, so that's that's a resource that I would just hammer into somebody's head is check out Level Wonky, check out Tori. She, this is designed for people who are new and want to learn more. And um, I actually have her bookmarked um, <laughs> on my on my desktop. And one of my favorite articles of hers, um, let me pull it up real quick, is, is simply for new players. Um, so she goes and talks about um, etiquette, how to get your friends to play, how to role play. And it's, it's everything that you need to know if you don't have, um, a friend like Emily or Katie to help introduce you to it. So this is a good resource to just kind of dive into it and do the, do the reading for it. Dive into it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Level one geek is an incredible resource, honestly. Um, besides that, you know, there are so many streamers. There's so much content on the internet right now. You can go and watch some people. There are YouTube videos telling you how to start, what to worry about. Um, the internet is really your best friend. I like to call it Uncle Google. Go go <laughs> ask Uncle Google and he, he can answer your questions there. Um, you guys can shamelessly plug yourself, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you should. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we pair up with Level One Geeks. So we do the gameplay so you can watch and kind of see how we learned the system and then go to her blog and be like, okay, what do I what is this what is this something that I want to do? Or you can get the highlights there and then go watch whichever one. Um I man, I felt like I had a good answer for this. Uh if you are I would recommend going to play with somebody first just to kind of get yourself um, in the door a little bit, get yourself a little more comfortable before maybe teaching other people because it's easy for stuff to fall apart that way. Um, when you start out and you sit down at the table for the first time and you have your sheet, you don't really know what your sheet means and what all these numbers mean and what dice you have to roll when, just dis like think about it as if it's a movie. It's called like cinematically speaking. Uh, if you're imagining what everyone is describing and what's happening on the table, just think about how your character is going to respond to that and just say, and tell your DM you're like, or your GM, say, hey, I would like to do this and describe it and say, how would I go about that? And they should know the rules well enough to say, okay, so you're going to roll this and this, and this is how you can accomplish that. So um, really being able to be open and find some group that you're comfortable with being that type of vulnerability with them. Um, I think that's a really good place to start us. And I'm going to do a second part to that. There are game stores all over the place. Look up your closest game store and go see if they have Pathfinder Society or this Dungeons and Dragons version. And I'm blanking on it. Um, it'll come to me later. But it is essentially a worldwide campaign that is going on. 
and people are registered uh, underneath Wizards of the Coast or Paizo, and they will run a game. They'll make a character, they'll run a game for you so you can kind of like learn it, and then they report whatever happened in that session back to those companies, and it changes how the worldwide campaign is going. That's so oh cool. I yeah. didn't know that existed. Yeah. That's so cool. It's I, I used to run games for that and met a lot of really cool people that way. And that is a way to get your foot in the door and like learn something like, is this a system that I like? Okay, I'm comfortable like role playing. What game do I really want to play? And that's that is one way to get your foot in. Very cool. Very cool. Sorry, Katie, I might have just said all of the things. <laughs> I just, I'm useless at this point. No, honestly, I just, you know, I, I do have one more thing I, I can add though. And it's um, ask questions mm -hmm. and ask oh, yeah. so many questions all the time. Like, cause if, if, uh, if your game master doesn't know that you don't know, then they, nobody knows. Right. So, and, and it can, it can make it a little painful and then you get a little lost and then, you don't ask that question again, and then you get a little more lost, and, and character levels up, and suddenly they're too complicated. Right, and then and then you're like, well, do I do I uh, stab someone and then move, or like, what do I do with my newfound abilities at level eighty five? I mean, not that that goes that high, but <laughs> just I, I mean, asking questions along the way, I think, is another thing. Once you get in the door, once you have those people, like and says take someone that, that's already done this and go with them, but then ask those questions. Like, I'm the person who likes to observe something before I, I do it. So, like, when I started playing, I actually watched two or three sessions before I started playing, and I would ask either afterwards or if there was a good lull spot, I would start asking questions so that I had a little bit more understanding going in because... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I don't understand something, I don't care. And it's just frustrating. So mm -hmm. that's my advice is questions for days. Oh, I like that. Cause I mean, it's, it, yeah. If, if it's something that you're just not understanding, it's easy to lose interest, you mm -hmm. know? And that's, I, I was, you know, for me, it was very similar to, I, um, when I like kind of found this like new group that had started a campaign not too long ago, um, and that was very welcoming. Like I sat in on probably two or three sessions before I joined. And plus they were also like gearing up for like a part of the story that like would be easy to introduce a new character in. Um, so that was like really nice, but you know, I just like in my experience too, like if I was going to give any advice to people too, I just be like, be, be welcoming, you know, and, and be, be nice to, to newbies because, you know, D and D and role playing games and all sort. You know, they're they can be really intimidating at first. Um, but I really am finding more and more lately how mainstream it's becoming, mm -hmm. which is which is awesome because, like, I'd say even like a couple of years ago, it was still kind of like a oh, you just reached the next level of nerd because you play D and D. You know what I mean? It's like oh. <laughs> But like now it's like, I can, I seriously, I know so many people who play D&D or Pathfinder or, you know, like they're just, they're really into it. I know so many people. <laughs> and I'd love to add on to that because I've been thinking about uh, like my first experience and like what I would tell people 
who are very first, you know, trying to get into it is you're going to feel overwhelmed. It's <laughs> just going to happen. There's so many rules. <laughs> There's so many rules. You're going to feel intimidated. You're going to feel overwhelmed, but to just help convince yourself that, that that's okay. I, even if nobody really talks about it, everybody's felt that way at some point playing, whether it was years and years ago, or it was yesterday or it's tomorrow. It's, it's just like anything else, like new that you're going to learn, whether it's an instrument or a language or math. I don't know. <laughs> I can't learn math. It just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but it's like anything new that you're trying to learn. It's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be a little frustrated, but once you start really getting into it and dedicating yourself to learning it, it's going to change your life for the better. And I can definitely attest to that, that I, that I has done that. And it's, okay. it's funny. Just stick with it. <laughs> I love it. Um, any other pieces of advice, Lindsay, Steph, of course you guys, anything you. This just kind of goes hand in hand with what you were saying, Marley, but like in general, don't be exclusive about your passions, like share them. Yeah. You know, I used to be, Stephanie will laugh at this, but I used to be a music elitist where I had my, you know, my bands that were super underground that I really liked. And I only shared them with my close friends. And then if they got radio popular, I'd get upset. You know, I was that person and I freaking hate being that person because I realized like, sharing your music with everybody and like showing like, Hey, this is really cool. Do you like this? You know, like generate such a better relationship with you and the world than it does to just be like, Oh, we have our own D and D game. We can't invite anyone new because it's super exclusive and you wouldn't get it. You know, like being that person, I don't know. Like just be willing to share your passions and I think it, life will be better for you. Right. And you'll make friends better. <laughs> so true. Any, any other pieces of advice or just any other fun, like what's, you know, anything else you guys want to share um, while we kind of wrap things up here in the next few minutes? Oh man. Um, Favorite parts of like, you know, your experiences and do we have time for that? Yeah. <laughs> if we don't let them talk, we then have you will have time. I think that tabletop games uh, are a community thing, right? It brings people really together, unless you have exclusive jerks like. Marley has obviously experienced, and I'm sorry about I, that. I'm not friends with them anymore, so Good. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I've moved around most of my life, actually, and that was one thing that I could always do when I got to a new place and a new job. I'd be like, "Hey, I really like D and D. Do you guys do you know anybody who plays?" And that was a way that I made friends. And that's actually how I met my spouse, my significant other. I were, we were we were kind of thrown into a game together, and our characters oh. started to fall in love, and oh. we went out. <laughs> that is the best story I've oh ever heard. No one can top that story. So no. I just I really 
Uh, TTRPGs have given me a lot of stories and experiences and precious friends. It's really hard to choose a favorite thing. I can't that be the favorite thing right there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I can be my significant other. Yeah, that's amazing. And Thanks, for, Paizo. Right, and for people that watch our stuff, they'll know that I, I'm the emotional one. <laughs> and kind of leaning towards the stuff that Emily was saying, like it's led to friendships. It it has been insane looking back on the past year and a half of my life just kind of playing video games on my own, having you know, not there many friends to play with. And then all of a sudden I was introduced to Natasha and then Emily and Tori and Katie and Chase. And um, through Tori, I met, you know, cutscenes and cupcakes. Aww. And we <laughs> together. I get a massage from Steph every once in a while. You know? <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and like, this is my emotions coming to play where it's like, I don't think I've ever been in a better point in my life with friendships before. And it's because of video games and tabletop role-playing games, because it is that community that Emily was talking about. It's that community that we've kind of built up and we're introducing ourselves into finding new people. And it's, it's crazy. And I, and I love how far that this has come that we get to talk about it together. Um, who knew this is what we were going to be doing you know, when we first did our panel, that we would have our own thing and we just combine together and have this nice little collaboration. So yeah. I'm really excited to have you guys on to to play with us. <laughs> yeah. So when this episode comes out, we'll already have streamed with you guys. Mm -hmm. But do you guys have a YouTube channel that they can go back and watch it? Oh yeah. If they're hearing about it now and they're like, holy shit, I missed that. <laughs> we uh, actually just barely got our YouTube channel up and running. So we don't have a custom URL until we hit 100 followers. So follow us, guys. We need to hit that 100 so we can give a cool URL. But if you go to our Facebook page, it's listed as our website. And you can find us at of Dyson Dames. So just type that into Facebook and you will go to us. And yeah. Is it, how do you spell it? I'm going to put it on the screen. Of space dice space no the um, website the oh, website sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> i was w like there's space www.facebook slash of dyson n n just the n dames how you doing okay. n or you can just do it in the search bar yeah. facebook.com slash of dyson dames yep this is n. m this is n. N. right yep perfect yep. perfect <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't You're know good. if you had anything to add, Katie, or, but I just wanted, yeah, to make sure you guys yeah. can go back and watch that. Yeah. And watch their other stuff. Yeah. That's great. Um, I got some cool. really cool stuff in the works. Okay. Yeah. Any, anything, anything else? There's an Insta too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got Insta. We've got Twitter. Uh, Follow yeah. them on all the things. All the things. Twitch, yeah, we're gonna start Ooh. Twitch streaming soon. Actually, Ooh. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play in those waters, see what happens. We we've dabbled a little yeah, bit. Yeah, literally yeah. was about to say. I was like, we've dabbled. We've dabbled. <laughs> I've watched them and they're pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do it more. It's just, yeah. We need to play more Star Wars. Yeah, that was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes. 
Yes, please go follow of Dyson Dames on all the things and show them some love because um, they're, they're great. And they do a lot of things. Like even if you're not into, um, if you're not into tabletop role-playing games, which is fine. There's people yet. out there like that. If you're not into them yet. Yet. They also do video games. They also stream themselves playing video games. So there's plenty of um, content there for you guys. Sometimes okay. I'll sometimes I'll watch them um, stream Red Dead Redemption online, and I'll go and troll them a little bit. <laughs> <in the comments. laughs> I'm sorry. Any attention is good attention, right? Our <laughs> little sibling <laughs> motto. I just like to say hi. <laughs> Any um, last thoughts? Anything you want to add before we sign off? Anything I'm really I'm really excited to play with you guys. Um I really hope you guys have fun with the game that we do. And yeah, guys, check out TTRPGs, normalize it in like it's talking about you don't want it to be like this little awkward secret that you have oh yeah I'm a nerd. No, it's cool. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's just like people who watch sports. You're just right. participating in a movie. I think Tori actually has an article about that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, about like just announce it to the world. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Play find other players. I like yeah. that a lot. Don't be sorry about it. Anyway, right. don't be yeah. sorry yeah. about that. Don't be sorry about being weird. Be weird. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and even like I'm gonna throw out the female card too. You know, like even like as a female gamer, like don't be ashamed of it either. You know, like there's plenty of female gamers out there. You're not alone. <laughs> I think I've heard somewhere that there's actually more female gamers than male gamers. And I was like, really? mm -hmm. I was like, that's crazy because like the way it's represented on YouTube, like you would never think that, but mm -hmm. I actually would totally believe it because I know plenty of female gamers, mm -hmm. but I don't know. And a lot of female gamers hide behind uh, gamer tags that seem male and mm -hmm. their characters that create are male because of the this is a whole other subject but that totally <laughs> makes sense that there's a lot more now this yeah for our other <laughs> podcast about gaming and sex yeah. not not gender <laughs> like gender, gender. Uh, <laughs> that's the after hours podcast <laughs> No, there you go. I'm not part of that. Not part of it drops. We'll do after dark. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> after dark, these two. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh goodness. Don't let the children watch. No. Ever. No. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well this has been so much fun, you guys. I'm yeah. so glad that you came on our show and we're excited to come on your show. Yeah, thanks for having us. I apologize yeah. for my You're character welcome. in advance, so Oh no. I'm excited <laughs> for that then. That's gonna be great. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, well we're gonna do our sign off and so Katie and I will do the first part and then oh, this way. Wait, hold on. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, All so right. you and I Three, two, one. Grab, Grab a friend. friend. <laughs> Eat some cupcakes. <laughs> Play some tabletop games. That was not a mess at all. That was so good. <laughs> That's usually how these things go. Thanks, bye. Bye. <laughs>
This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.